to Teen Nanny Meets Business, Business Therapy with Christine Salvo. Today I have a part two, which I love so much. It's so exciting when I have my part twos. Jason Candler, he's the author of The $5 Difference, How to Change the World with Your Spare Change and founder of The $5 Difference Foundation. He's a father, a grandfather to two beautiful grandbabies, Ember Lee and Rayleigh Grace, and a true big kid at heart. Like his favorite author, Og Mandino, he works as a top performing life insurance consultant for a national company for over 15 years. His passions include spending time outdoors with his family and friends, whether it's exploring new hot springs or swimming in Lake Tahoe, cooking, photography, or training Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, in which he currently holds a purple belt, or traveling the world, he shares the $5 difference wherever his journeys take him. When he's not busy exploring his passions, he can be found cheering for his favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> and the new addition since our last interview was he is now the founder of the $5 difference nonprofit. So welcome back. So happy to have you. Thank you so much, Christine. It's so great to be back and to talk about this again. So much has happened in the last eight months. Oh my goodness which is exactly why we had to have a part two. So why don't you just kind of, you know, if, if our listeners haven't heard part one, let's give them a little bit of like a recap, maybe not the whole thing, obviously. And, you know, for our listeners, if you want to scroll back to the podcast or the YouTube channel, you can find past episodes there. But if they're a brand new listener, let's catch them up on a little bit about who you are and what the $5 difference is. And then we can talk about all the awesome additions and changes that have happened since. Okay. So the $5 difference, uh, how to change the world with your spare change is a book but it's also a movement and by that i started a nonprofit, as you mentioned uh, which is a ton of work by the way if anybody is starting a nonprofit, kudos to you i salute you it's a lot to do <laughs> um, but it all started when i did an experiment with a classroom full of fifth graders and i went into this class and their teacher and I was a good friend of mine. We came up with an experiment for the kids to go out and make a difference in their communities. And I came in, I did a presentation for them, talked about the different ways that you can spend money. You can spend it on yourself, someone you know, or someone you don't know. And then gave different examples of how they could do that. Had the kids come up with different ideas of how they could do that, whether it was their parents or their neighbors or people in the community. And then we talked about different analogies on how to really expand your giving. Um, and I gave them real world examples as well. And then what was unique about it was that at, at the end of the presentation, I gave each one of the students a $5 bill with the assignment that they could not save it. They had to spend it. They could spend it on someone they know, someone they don't know, or even on themselves. And their before assignment was they had to write down how they thought they were going to spend it how big of an impact they thought it would make and how they thought it would make them feel. And then 30 days later, I would come back and they would tell me how they actually spent it, how big of an impact it actually made and how it actually made them feel. And the reason I did this experiment was because I had been doing a lot of reading and research and there are so many positive mental, emotional, and even physical benefits that we receive when we give to other people. And it doesn't matter how much you give, uh, doesn't matter who you are, where you live, how old you are, young you are, and it doesn't matter the amount that you give to someone else. When you give to others, your cortisol levels, which is our body's stress hormones, are decreased. Our oxytocin levels, 
which are our love hormones are increased. Our dopamine levels, which is our happiness hormone, those are increased. Even all the way down to our saliva production is actually increased. Our mouths actually water when we give to other people. And so I wanted to do this experiment with this class. And after I did that and we went back and heard about what they did and were so moved by what they did, I was inspired to write the book to tell their story about what they did to change their communities and even themselves in the process. It's absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, I, I like the recap because it just helps me remember too. I was like, oh, I had these <laughs> plans and you know what, I need to do them. So my plan was to take a $20 bill, break it into fives and see what I could do in a week with it. And, and really kind of challenge myself to be creative because I know what we had talked about before for our you know, listeners, if you haven't in the episode, there's so many ways to spend $5 in a productive, awesome way that helps others. It's, it's actually kind of incredible to me, some of the stuff that Jason's come up with or that his students, you know, or the people that have done this, um, done this movement with him. So let's, let's kind of talk about the last eight months now so we know what's going on and kind of the birth of the project. And let's talk about how it's grown a little bit. I'm actually in the process right now of trying to get something, well, I shouldn't say trying. We are going to get something set up with the um, Big Brothers Big Sisters uh, program here locally and then possibly even regionally um, to where we would work with the bigs and the littles simultaneously side by side to do these presentations and have the bigs take the littles out to do this experiment. They each have five dollars and they're going out together into the community. Um, so that's one of the things that's in the works right now. Um, you know, I'm doing with you right now. I have a couple more lined up in the next couple of months. I have presentations lined up in the next couple of months. I have a book signing that's actually coming up in two weeks uh, that we're going to do. That's my first book signing. Um, the people over at Final Draft were awesome enough to um, work with me to set up. Um, it's called a book and a beer. So for 20 bucks, you know, people can get a copy of the book. I'll sign it and then they get their first beer. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things that's in the works. Um, just so much growth behind this that it's just it's grown so much beyond me um, and one of the stories that I do want to share that I you know I'm just incredibly excited about happened just in November of last year I did a presentation at a local school and for you know legal reasons I can't share what school it was or who the student was or anything like that of course but this young man we you know we did the same presentation that I've done for all the different schools and businesses and this young man took his $5 and he purchased a powdered lemonade mix. And with that lemonade mix, it was enough to make five gallons of lemonade. And he talked his parents into setting up a, a table at a tailgate for the Nevada Wolfpack game in November, mind you, when it's like 30 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. and his parents were like, his parents were like, it's winter. You're not going to sell a lot of lemonade, but okay, we'll support you. And so he went and set up the table. He told everybody what he was doing. He sold all five gallons of his lemonade that day. And then from the presentation, he remembered that the Food Bank of Northern Nevada, one meal is only 33 cents because of the donation, donations that they receive um, from folks like you and I, from businesses in the community, from food manufacturers and things like that. A meal at the food bank is only 33 cents. So he took all the money that he raised that day and donated 100% of it back to the food bank. And that young man raised $166 that wow. day. And at 33 cents per meal, that's over 500 meals. 
So he basically took his five bucks and turned it into over 500 meals. So, I mean, I just got chills right now just sharing that story again. And we had to stop the printing of the book to include that story because it's so powerful and impactful. You know, and this is just one example from the book and one example from one student that is just like thinking about how we can really expand this. Um, So it's just grown exponentially beyond anything I ever thought or imagined. Wow. (laughs) I mean, that story gave me goosebumps too. And like, like I was kind of hitting on earlier, the creativity, the imagination. And when we give, when we give this kind of gift to kids, they're really not limited. You know, like an adult, you said, the parents, it's November, who's going to buy lemonade? But this child's like, I don't know, why doesn't lemonade taste good in November? (laughs) The child wasn't limited by, by the what's not going to work. And that's, that's such a, you know, some, something that I think most adults struggle with and bringing this to kids, but then also having the kids show this to parents, right? So this one child made an impact of, of so many, you know, feeding so many families. I, I kind of have to hear the story of how the child told it to you. Like, were they emotional? Were they excited? I, I'm so curious about their experience of that. So he was so incredibly excited that when when it was his turn to share so we we had each student share what they did um none, nobody came up front to the front of the class or anything like that but we just had them share and with as a class we decided wh- which category it fell into how they how they actually spent their money did it fall into spending it on themselves did it fall into spending on someone they know or did it fall into the category of spending it on someone they don't know so a lot of the students in the class didn't even know his his Students in his class didn't even know his friends had no clue what he had done. And so as the students were sharing what they did, when he shared that, all of the students kind of gasped. They were like, oh. they were like, wow, you know, like, and I don't know if they were comparing, you know, like, oh man, I only helped like eight people or whatever. I don't, I don't know that they were doing that, but he was so excited to share that because he knew that it had made an, a massive, massive impact. And then at, the, at every presentation that we do, we always ask uh, the participants, would you do it again? And 100% of the time they say, yes, of course. And then we say, if you did it again, how would you do it differently? And so a lot of kids shared that they would kind of try to do something like this young student did, um, try to make a bigger impact, or maybe they would spend it instead of spending on someone they knew, they would try to spend it on someone they didn't know. Uh, so it was just a really impactful uh, back and forth with the other students in the class because it gets them to think also like wow I you know how come I didn't think of that not in a comparative way but just in a way like wow I didn't think of that you know and then when I talk with other people when I do an interview or you know when I do another presentation I share that particular story they're like wow I never would have thought of that you know I never would have thought to take my five dollars go purchase something else to make an even bigger impact and so one of the things that I shared with the students um, at the follow-up presentation after hearing his story is that myself and my experience. So when I was doing my 30 days of $5, um, it, my own experiment that I was doing, I went to uh, a chain store. I won't mention which one. And I, I wanted to see how many items of clothing I could purchase for $5. And with that $5, I was able to buy two undershirts. Um, to give to a homeless person or to, to give to uh, the Reno Sparks Gospel Mission that, you know, has programs that work with the homeless in our community. 
And then um, on the recommendation of a friend of mine, I went to a different store in town where you can actually purchase clothes by the pound. And they're gently used clothes and they're in good condition. You can actually purchase clothes by the pound. And I took my $5 there to see, again, can I use my $5 instead of just donating it or instead of just giving it to someone and buying them something like a coffee or something like that, can I take my money somewhere else, spend it in a different way that will help me to expand the impact of that $5? So I went to this store and I purchased two shirts, a long sleeve shirt, a very light hoodie, and two pairs of sweatpants for the same $5. So now I've almost provided two full sets of clothes for an individual just by changing where I spent my money. So, and one of the analogies that I use uh, when I do the presentations to help prove that our money doesn't matter, but how we spend it does, is a gallon of gas. If I put a gallon of gas in a big lifted truck, that truck might get five to six miles down the road. But if I take that same gallon of gas and put it in my lawnmower, how many neighbors' lawns can I mow in my neighborhood? And now I've created a neighborhood of impact using that same gallon of gas. And so the gas, the gallon of gas didn't matter, what I put it into did. So again, my money doesn't matter, but how I spend it does. And so I used that analogy um, with the students as well. And they were like, wow. And then we voted and the top three kids that the class felt me the largest impact got another $5 to go out and do it again and to try to do something different. And so that young man, of course, was one of the ones that the students voted, yeah, he should get another try at this. So we haven't found out, we haven't heard yet. We're doing a follow-up in April, uh, so next month, and or not next month, almost next month. <laughs> We're doing a follow-up in April to find out how they actually did that, uh, their second turn at that. So that's gonna be exciting too. Yeah, again, um, always inspiring hearing the stories. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'll break at 20 and have four fives and see what happens. Um, but <laughs> I'm like, wow, like I, I'm impacted by this. So, you know, through the evolution of this experiment and idea and kind of where it started to where it is now, how have you evolved with it? You know what? I can hear the passion in your voice and not that you haven't always been passionate about it because I know that you have, but it, it feels like it's taking on its own life, but you're definitely going with it. I am. And that's one of the things. So I always uh, talk with my mentor and I'm very thankful to him for for guiding me through this process. He was the one that recommended that I write a book in the first place after that first experiment that I did. Uh, and he was the one that actually recommended starting a nonprofit so that way I could continue these presentations because his thinking was, if this is what one class did, because at the time I met with him, uh, we talked about the very first presentation and what the students did in that first class. He goes, if that's what one class did, Imagine if you talk to 10 classes or 100 classes or 1,000 classes, and then he expanded it from there. What if you talk to businesses, corporations? What if you talk to public benefit corporations like Boys and Girls Club or Big Brothers, Big Sisters? So now we're talking to hundreds of people at the same time. And so it's just exponentially grown from there. And I feel like myself personally, you know, when I first did it, I had no intention of writing a book when I first did that experiment. I just, I had read these other books myself. Happy Money is, is one that kind of inspired me. Um, Money, Master of the Game by Tony Robbins kind of inspired me. And both of those books really talk about giving and how it affects us in a positive way. And so I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to give. I've always, I feel like I've always been kind of a giving person no matter what. Uh, and so I wanted to do this experiment and give 
kind of give these kids an opportunity. Um, I know that we talked the first time about how few of the kids in that original class shared when I did the follow-up that they don't normally have money, don't normally have the ability to go out and give. And this is something that I've learned in my experience is that there are a lot of people out there that are living paycheck to paycheck. There are a lot of people out there that are working two, three jobs. You know, I, I know I shared with you that previously, you know, several, several years ago, I was working four jobs at the same time, one full-time job and three part-time jobs just to make ends meet. So I didn't feel at that time I was in a position to like go out and donate five bucks or a dollar or 10 bucks or whatever it was. And so some of these kids shared that they didn't have the opportunity to go do that on a regular basis. And one of the experiences that I've had at a coffee shop uh, recently is I, I donated there. I, mean, I, I, I tipped the barista, but then I also gave her a separate $5. And I said, okay, this $5 is, is for you to specifically go out and make an impact in your community. You cannot save this. And I asked her if she would be okay with you know, being part of this exchange. And she said, of course. And then I ended up at the same coffee shop four days later when I was you know, leaving town. I was visiting my, my family and stuff. And she shared with me that she went to, I can't remember exactly where she went, but it was like a, like a discounted bakery or something. And she bought a bunch of, of baked goods and she was able to distribute them to the homeless in the community. And she said that she had, she was the owner of the coffee shop. And she said that she was paycheck to paycheck and she was struggling to keep all of her employees uh, on payroll because their sales were down. You know, they'd had reduced business due to COVID and shutdowns and things like that. And she shared that she didn't have the means to be able to go out and just donate. And so this not only gave her the opportunity to do that, but it also shifted her mindset from one of scarcity to one of abundance. Because here she was thinking constantly, paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. I don't have enough money. I can't pay my bills. I can't keep my staff on. How am I going to do this? How am I going to make ends meet? To now here I am. I'm taking this $5 and I'm going and giving it to other people and making an impact in my community. And it shifted her mindset from a negative one. This is her words, from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. And it shifted her from a mindset of scarcity, not having enough, to a mindset of abundance. Now I'm giving away what I need. And it just completely shifted her perspective on things. And that, in turn, shifted my perspective. Like, I, I had never even thought of that when I first did this presentation with these kids and all the presentations subsequently until I had that conversation with her. And so you asked how I, I have evolved throughout this. You know, that has come to light for me. Um, the experiences and the, the stories that I hear from the kids that go through the presentation, the adults that go through the presentation, um, people I talk to as far as interviews and stuff like that go, have impacted me because now I'm passionate about the things that they're doing. I'm passionate to share these stories because you know, everybody's like, oh, this is so great that you're doing this. It's like, I'm not the one that's doing this. These people are the ones that are doing this, whether it's the young man that took his $5 and turned it into 500 meals, whether it's the students that donated to the kids in their own class that couldn't afford lunches, hot lunches at their school, they paid off the back lunch debt. I know we shared that the first time, you know, whether it was they gave it to their mom to help with gas money because mom's working two jobs and can't afford gas. I mean, like these are things that have been so impactful to me that just make me want to do this even more, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a definitely kind of like pull toward movement. 
and seeing it's it's so funny how things like this happen you know they just they sometimes they take on a life of their own and and all you can do is sit back and watch in, in, in awe right so for for the listeners today that are like wow this is kind of mind-blowing like five dollars that's change in my purse or as you said for some people it's you know it's a big deal and depending on your situation in life that definitely matters so you know i know that we did this before but it's a new episode and we have different people listening this time i'd really and maybe even new ideas what are some ways that you know if you're listening today i'm sure you're curious okay i'm, I'm hearing what all these other people have done what are kind of like the quick the tips and the tricks the ways to kind of get in to figure it out like maybe three different ways someone can use their spare change to help others um that's that's not particularly time consuming but still can make a big difference absolutely so uh one of the examples that, that we use when we do the presentations is you know paying for the person's coffee behind you you know and we and the analogy that we use is that gallon of gas put that big gallon of gas in a big lifted truck it helps that truck go a little distance so paying for someone's coffee you know in the line behind you that's going to help them it's going to make their day uh, it's not at maybe as significant of an impact but it is you know fairly easy it's easy to do you know it, it helps the person uh, behind you it kind of lifts their spirits a little bit and who knows they might do the same thing for the person behind them and so on and so on and you start you know a chain um, that's one way to do uh, easy giving. Um, another thing that we had was a couple students created what they call miracle bags or essentials bags. And what that is, is it's basically a big Ziploc bag that has essential goods in it and they keep it in their vehicle and then they hand it out to people in need, whether it's, you know, a homeless person on the corner or whether they go to a community center or a shelter or something like that, they donate them there. Um, basically what an essentials bag is, it might have you know, a travel toothbrush and toothpaste, some floss, a few sticks of gum, um, biodegradable hand wipes or face wipes, a uh, bottle of water, hand sanitizer, maybe a couple of razors, things like that, you know, essential things that a lot of people take for granted. You know, we just go to, we're getting ready in the morning, we brush our teeth, we comb our hair, we shave, you know, we put on our deodorant and things like that. And then we just kind of go on our way and we just, we really take those things for granted. And there are a lot of people in our communities, no matter where you're listening, there are people in our communities that don't have those, those necessities, those essentials. Um, so an essentials bag is a great way to give back. Um, and then my personal favorite is what's called a double tip. Um, so if you're, if you're somewhere where you would normally tip someone, whether it's a coffee shop or a restaurant or uh, anything like that, where you would normally tip someone to tip them the regular amount that you would tip them, and then share a little bit about the $5 difference and how you can spend, you know, on someone, you know, someone you don't know, um, or someone uh, you, you can spend on yourself. And then you give those examples and then you give them an additional $5 and you say, hey, I'm going to give this to you on the condition that you don't say this. You actually have to go out and spend it in your community and you can use examples from. Uh, that we've talked about today. <laughs> I have a, a list of examples. There's, uh, if you go to my website, $5difference.com, um, you actually, there's a free download there of five easy $5 differences. Um, the three that I just shared just now are three of those. Uh, so there's a couple more on there. It's a free download. Anybody can, anybody can access that. And that's just kind of a way to get you started uh, for some different ideas to give back to our communities. And again, you know, the, the books that I've read, and there's actually a study from Harvard from 2013 that really dug into the the mental and emotional and physical benefits of giving to others. And they proved 
that it doesn't matter. They did a study in over 120 countries, and they did amounts ranging from $1 to $100 all through these countries, and they proved that it doesn't matter how much you gave, even if you gave $1, the rewards that you received mentally, emotionally, and physically were identical to the people that donated $100 or gave away $100. It didn't matter how old you are. It didn't matter where you lived. It didn't matter how much you gave. It didn't even matter who you gave it to or how you, how you gave it. When you gave to others, the rewards were the same. So if we have people that are listening that are like, I've only got, you know, four bucks in my, in my car, you know, my center console or whatever it is, you know, that $4 will have the same impact as someone who might be, you know, somebody that can donate a thousand dollars to a nonprofit or somebody that can, you know, sponsor an event or something like that. It doesn't matter how much you give. And that's the whole point behind the book and the movement, how to change the world with your spare change, because we can do it with, with a little amount that we have. We don't have to be a millionaire or a billionaire to be a philanthropist. And I, that's, I think that's really the, the main message that I want people to, to get from the book, from the nonprofit, from the presentations, is that we hear these stories about Warren Buffett donating 99% of his estate when he passes to charities and nonprofits. And that's hundreds of billions of dollars. And we hear about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, or we hear about Jeff Bezos, or we hear about uh, Elon Musk, the most recent one, donated $6 billion to charity just last year alone. And so we hear about these giant numbers, and then we feel like, what, what big of a difference can I make? How big of an impact can I make? You know, Even if you only have a dollar in your, you know, your center console, you know, you got 75 cents or whatever it is, if you are giving that to someone else in your community, you are making that impact. You are changing the world with your spare change. And as this grows and spreads and people continue to do this, they're rewarded mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, wouldn't our community be a better place? It starts mm. with us. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And I, I, I can't. I can't thank you enough for sharing that perspective because I, um, you're really hitting on something big. You know, it's, it's this idea of what can I do and comparing, <laughs> you know, I always love that quote. Right. Comparison is a thief of joy. <laughs> and, yeah. and even, you know, making that financial impact and, and just bringing the energy to it, you know, of course my wheels are spinning and I'm like, wow, you know, how, how could I kind of take this and roll with it in my own life and my own business life and my own personal life? And, I, you know, I'm really inspired and feeling very creative, and I'm hoping that our listeners are, too, and recognizing that, as you said, the benefits are the same. The benefits are the same, right? The mind doesn't know the difference between $100 and a dollar. The mind just knows we're giving. The mind just knows that we are contributing. And that idea of contribution makes us happy, right? It makes us fulfilled. It makes us feel better about ourselves. It lifts up our spirits and self-esteem. And, and the more we can do that, especially, as you said before, with kind of the state of the world and different things that have happened in this last couple of years, what do we have to lose? <laughs> you know, if there's a Price. possibility of a positive gain, <laughs> what do we really have to lose? You know, I think we we all kind of need to rally on some level and recognize that taking care of each other is taking care of ourselves. So, Jason, where can where can these listeners find you? So, if you're listening today and you're like, I have to know more, where can they find you, Jason? So they can find me on my website. It's the number five dollar difference.com. And from there, they can listen to past interviews. They can view videos of presentations that I've done. Uh, they can schedule, uh, you know, an interview with myself. 
they can set up a, just, if they just want more information, you can set up a phone call. Uh, they can do that on the contact me page. Um, all the information's there. We can do like a Zoom, we can do uh, just a phone call, uh, virtual coffee. I, I do a lot of those with people. Um, I've spoken with people all over the country uh, that way. We've set up more presentations and stuff a lot, you know, since COVID, I think a lot of more people are com more comfortable with Zoom or they're more at least more familiar with it. So I do a lot of my presentations via Zoom. I do a lot of phone calls, uh, obviously talking about stuff. And I have a few things lined up through my website to where I'm going to be going certain places and, and doing different presentations. Some of the presentations I'm not allowed to share uh, just because they don't want that to be shared. Uh, but there are some presentations on there on my website. You can find that there. If you want to follow me on social media, you can link over to that for my website as well. Um, so I've just I've really been inspired by the way that people have been, you know, giving to this movement already. And we're really just getting started. I mean, it's only been eight months since you and I talked. When we talked last time, I didn't even have a website. You know, now now here we are. I've got a website. I've got a printed book. I've got a nonprofit started. I mean, this is just it snowballed so quickly that it, you know, it's, it's far bigger than me. It's far bigger than anything I ever expected. And the community is involved. And this is just, it's, it's just gonna keep growing from here. And I'm, I'm so incredibly humbled by how much people have already given and are continuing to give uh, to this movement. Wonderful. Jason, thank you for sharing all that awesome information. And if you're, uh, if you're a local listener, look out for those little libraries. You might get yourself a copy there. And if not, you know, go ahead and grab one and, and see what happens next. So thank you again, Jason. It's been wonderful having you. Thank you so much, Christine. Appreciate it. This has been Humanity Needs Business, Business Therapy with Christine Salva, Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist, Advanced Certified Mediator, and Master NLP and Hypnotherapist. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.